love it so much, boy. I feel it, these boxes are dead. Listen to me, sriracha all over. That's how I be. Squad up with me, we just go eat. Ramen all day, we don't play, we just play. We see these, we say hey. Eating the burner fire right now. Man, it's hot up in my mouth. You can find me eating ramen up on my couch. Every time I stop, bro, I say wow. Wow. Me and my group, we roll out. We buy boxes, man, we go all out. We ballin' in sriracha and eggs. Some super couple noodles, they fake. Cause ain't nobody wanting that shit. Nah. Y'all putting peas in the cup, nothing. Y'all putting corn in the cup, y'all think. Y'all getting me riled up, blah, blah. They call me dope boy. Cause I'm rude boy. Yeah, and my rules, Roy. Soundcasting Network in Seattle, Washington, on South Lake Union. This is episode 60 of Grill. Hold on, State Mister. Shit, I don't even know. <laughs> I need to figure that shit out, son, because uh, we were away for a week and uh, the fans, uh, I guess they weren't happy. I don't know. Right really? now? I don't know, man. People just be asking me all the time, how's the show going? They listen. We got some new listeners. I should be shouting them out. Did you see some of the messages we got? I have not. I don't know. We got a couple emails and. I guess I, I should. still don't have access to the email. <laughs> You'd be talking about this imaginary I can, email. I can give you the email address. <laughs> and uh, I guess, uh, yeah, our super producer, Keith, is not here, but that is one of his responsibilities to get you those passwords yes. and those email addresses. Them passes. I'll be trying to get them. Uh, yeah, we did take off last week. Um, we had a big snowstorm. Quote, uh, snowstorm. It was here big. We had four inches of snow. <laughs> That's like, big for Seattle. Like my Dak. <laughs> here we go. I know, right? I missed you. <laughs> we only had a week off, and I was, uh, you know, fiending like, where's Johnny at? I need my chocolate Afro Buster. I was out handling business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that business in a minute here. Um, yeah, sorry we took a week off, uh, but this is episode 60. We made it to 60. Oh, I made it to 60. Johnny, what episode is this for you? I don't know. I probably want to say like 25 or something. Nah, like that. nah. Uh, maybe. I don't you know. know. I haven't, you know, it's only been a, what, four months, five months? I feel like my breathing on the microphone has got worse over the, like you can hear my fat ass breathing. <laughs> Snore, don't even be asleep. He'd be working for that breath. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, only, I've gained maybe about 10 pounds since, it's been since I've been working at the Honey Hole, man. Oh, okay. The sandwiches are so good. I mean, you and can't they, stop. No, I gotta try the meat. You know what I'm saying? It's necessary. I'd be telling everybody there that I work with, I'd be like, "Did you try that?" And they're like, "Tastes the same from yesterday." You don't know that. <laughs> let me get that piece right there, <laughs> and then let me try it with some of this cheese, and then put some garlic aioli on it. Mmm, uh, tastes delicious. But the lady loves that. <sighs> yeah, well, it's like whatever. <laughs> but you know, me and her, you never know, right? She comes in there and gets sandwiches, man. She came in there. Oh, she came in there. Oh, you'll hear the story. We'll do. All right, we'll start with the work update. I'll start it off. So your boy, after this, well, we had a snowstorm here in Seattle, and at my work, 
we um, we decided to cut some hours, and so we don't have a dish person or an expediter on Mondays. Monday was the snowstorm of last week. And that's usually when me and Johnny record on Monday. Um, and so I live down the street from my work, so of course I'm the first person that's about to be in there. But you know, we got everybody into work, but we cut one person. Everything's good at work. Uh, everything's fine. Everybody seemed to be in a good mood. Not a big deal until we started getting a little bit busy, but I was trying to help out with some prep, uh, get some stuff done. I'm wrapping it up. I asked the, one of our prep kids, prep homies, uh, shout out little E, um, yo, can you hand me the plastic wrap? You know, I don't, I don't want to say people's names. I don't want to put them on blast. You know, maybe they don't enjoy their business being put on the interwebs. Uh, so I asked him to hand me the, pass me the plastic wrap and this is not like the plastic wrap you have at home but a big industrial size your fucking boy hands it to me it is fucked yeah you told this story last time no 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 no. this is the, the, it's another time this is another time <laughs> same person homie same person oh god you know what i'm saying i didn't even bring the same person did it right hands me the plastic wrap it is fucked right we're starting to get busy I turn around to the homeboy and i look at him and i go Kind nicest voice. I get yo yo homie is have you been working with this plastic wrap like this all morning? And he looks at me and laughs and goes, "Yeah, I have." And I go, "You couldn't take two seconds to stop and fix it?" And he goes, "Nah, man, sorry, I'm, I was too busy." Now, mind you, I watched your boy go get coffee. I watched your boy come back eat a croissant, and then I watched him sit there and watch me and my other coworker smoke right two cigarettes. I'm thinking this in my mind. So I grab, and then he has the audacity to tell me, oh yeah, but the plastic wrap has been fucked up like that the entire weekend. <laughs> so you, you're not there on the weekends, are you? No. <laughs> so I, so I start to lose it a little bit, right? Not at him, not at the person specifically, but I just start losing it and start flipping out, right? Not talking, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, this is bullshit. What the fuck? You, oh my God, I can't. A whole weekend has oh been God. like, oh my God. <laughs> so I grab a knife, I get it, I slice it, I fix it. I turn around, and though the plastic wrap is like thick, like the thickness of a nickel. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I can't believe this shit. And I just set it aside, and I'm like, I cannot believe this shit. And it's funny that you say that I bitched about this before, right? Yeah. It's a big pet peeve in the kitchen, right? Now, this was like beyond fuck. I mean, it was fucked up on so many levels. Like, it, it was just like this. And I just couldn't believe that nobody could fix this, right? It took me literally less than 30 seconds to fix it. So I says, um, I go, look, man, took me 30 seconds and nobody could do it. Nobody here could do it. No, wait for Robbie to come in. Robbie will do it. Robbie will, Robbie will clean up after you. Robbie will pick this up, right? Just being a smart ass, you know me. Um, not really being mean so much, but this motherfucker looks at me and goes, why don't you shut up? So, Jesus. So I look at Did he try to fight? Didn't he try to fight you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I already tell this? Yeah, you already told me. No, this I story? told you this story. You didn't say it on air? No. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So then I That's said. That's why I'm confused right now. It's like, wait, I've been heard this. So, no, we talked about this last week because we weren't coming in. Remember, uh, I was like, I had a bad day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then he goes, <laughs> Won't you shut up? And I go, Excuse me? Did you just tell me to shut up? And he goes, comes over to me and gets in my face and goes, Yeah. What are you going to do about it? And I go, Yeah. Uh, took a step back, 
said, why don't you, you know, just go back. I'm laughing. Vacate my space. Yeah, no, I stepped, I stepped back. You know what I'm saying? A younger me would have been like, yo, them tongs are coming at your face, homie. <laughs> Square up. Uh, yeah, we can finish this after work. You know what I'm saying? Like, not right now is not the time. More professional than that, but you want to go, we can go, you know. But I was like laughing. I was like, you know, you got to be playing with me, right? Just go back to work. And he goes, or, or, or else, or else what? What are you going to do? And he goes, fuck this, I'm out of here. Your boy walks out, leaves me with two people, right? We proceeded to get our ass kicked for about three hours. A line out. Two the, people total? Two people total. Damn. And no, nobody to run food, no server, no dish person. Just two cooks on the line that's usually set up for three and then nobody to expedite, nobody to oh, serve, damn. nobody to do dishes. So you guys are running. Like chickens with their heads cut off, right? And hella in the weeds, you know what I'm saying? And I... I have not, it's been a long time where I almost cried at work. And I was like, almost had tears in my eyes, you know? And then my coworker, who's fucking dope as shit, she was just like, you know, whatever. She had kind of under the weather, but she was just like, do you want to switch positions? You know, do you want to break from where you're at? And I was like, no, no, no. I just, let me just finish it. I got it. I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just super overwhelmed. And my mental state was not good. And then, so my girl was off, uh, and her sister, they were like, we're going to come in. We both got a snow day. And they text me. I was like, just text me before you come in. And you know, I'll take a, try to take a break when you guys come in. She texted me. It was like, can we come in now? And I was like, no abort abort. Do not come in. And she was like, huh? And then she showed up and I was like, I told you not to come in. I was like, and I'm about to cry. And she just looked at me like, what the fuck is going? Never seen me like that at this job. And, uh, yeah, it was one, probably the worst day I've ever had there. And of course the owner called later. I talked to my upper management, told them what happened. He was like, you're all good. I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll handle it. That's how I do. We'll handle it. It's all good. Owner called, asked me about how, how it went. Of course, I didn't want to lie. I had to tell her what happened. She was kind of in awe, like, what the fuck? Why? And I was just, I told her what happened. And of course, it comes back on me because apparently uh, I talk to people like shit. Yeah, I see that sometimes. Man, fuck, how, fuck you, man. <laughs> You've done it to me before. <laughs> Dude, look, because, listen, I ask people there, like, do I talk to you like an asshole? And they're like, no, you're just very direct and blunt about things, right? because they're being busters at the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> My other coworker was like, what if I'd have said that to you? She's like, I'd have smacked the shit out of you. And I was like, how are you trying to play me in front of people like that? <laughs> so. So what happens? Oh, nothing happened, dog. Damn. I called I called homeboy. I felt hella bad. I, I thought, you know, it, it wasn't just me. It wasn't me. It was other stuff. He's the homie. I called him after work. I wish I could have called him right then and there and been like, yo, you know, come back. But we were just too busy. Yeah. But I called him after work, told him everything was all good. He's back at work. Damn. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? At all the years that I've ever been working in the restaurant industry, I've never had somebody walk out. Not just walk out, but leave somebody so fucked so bad. Yeah. And then still come back. But I mean that it is what it is. It's not that's not up to me. It's not my decision. Uh so uh, you know, I'm gonna roll with the punches and uh maybe start looking for a new job. I don't know. It's just it's it's everybody everybody's hiring right now. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. But the fucking thing about it is is that I left like a kitchen because I didn't like the way kitchens treated people. And then I go to this new place 
And they're the exact the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, where the people are treating each other like shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like people aren't, you know, the. It, but that's what you're gonna get when you work at a sandwich shop. I know, motherfuckers don't take that shit seriously. You don't take it seriously. Well, I take it very seriously. Well, yeah, somebody. I mean, you're an older person, so you know, you take. You know, and that's what we had, and that's what we talked about, and that's what we had had the talk amongst the management. There was like, you know, we take it very seriously. Some people there don't take it seriously, and that's why I get upset. It's because I'm like, yo, man, just because this is, you know, you're a college student and, you know, it's it's not a big deal to you. You don't think that you're not thinking it's going to be your job for life. You should still be proud of what the product you put out. It's about work ethic. And some people just sure. don't. Yeah. And we don't, we're all in agreement to that. And we're all in agreement that sometimes I get loud. I'm just a fucking loud person, though. It's not that I'm yelling. They were talking to me like, you're yelling now. And I was like, I'm not yelling. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, no, that's all I got to say. Uh, work update. I am still there. Uh, who knows for how long? Uh, shout out. I love that whole crew there. I mean, I love everybody personally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Squad, fam, you know, it's that, it's that industry mentality. You know, we're all family. And that's, I felt betrayed, man. He walked out on his family. Made me cry, dog. You must not care. <laughs> he went out this family. You're dumb. All right. Uh, Johnny, work update. Fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb or you're done? It, I Well, done and dumb. <laughs> Uh, I guess Robbie wants me to talk about it on air. I don't really want to, but I guess I'll let y'all know. Um, it ties re- into mine. Had a really long week this week. Uh, super busy. Um, two weeks, two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks. Yeah. Uh, super busy getting into uh, the closing of the restaurant. Uh, busting my ass. But at the same time, you know, I still have personal responsibilities that I have to take care of. That's right. Um, Look out for numero uno. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm currently looking for a house. Uh, and I had the opportunity to go check out a house on Sunday in the morning. Uh, trying to buy a house. Yeah, I'm trying to buy a house. So I go out and check out the house at 10. That is unheard of in our industry. Right. Thank you. Uh, so I fucking, yeah, I go out at 10 and go look at a house. Um, and then I'm rushing to get home, get all my clothes on, you know, fucking pants still wet. You know, kind of smelly and shit like that. Cause From because I, I was trying to do laundry while I was out, and when I got home, I had to dry my pants real quick because they were still in the washer, and I had like you know 25, 30 minutes to get everything done. So I throw them in, take a shower real quick, hop out, um, try and make myself a cup of coffee so I can wake up because I was just exhausted. You know, just the end of the week shit. Um, text my boss, letting him know. You know, I'm probably gonna be a few minutes late. Jeffrey. Yeah. So I was like, I'm probably gonna get a, be a few minutes late. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna be there as fast as I can. Uh, get to work, you know, things are in f- basically in full swing, barely. Everyone's just set up and stuff like that because we usually start at 12. Uh, I get there at 12.08, you know, so nothing too major. Cool. You're not, are you behind? Uh, no, because nobody started on anything. Okay. So I rush into the kitchen, you know, get my shit set up, and, and I ask a question. I'm like, hey, is the does ice cream base need to be made? Because I remember the night before that I had noticed it was on the list at the end of the day. And I was like, well, shit, it's like 1230. It's not marked off the prep list. Yeah, it wasn't marked off the prep list. I'm like, it's like 1230 because we write our prep list on a piece, a little piece of paper, you know. Where's that whiteboard at? We it, There's no space in the kitchen. <laughs> I haven't seen um, the kitchen. So, it's tiny as fuck. But um, so, yeah, so I asked if ice cream base was made and my, my chef proceeded to just flip out and, you know, asking me, like, why didn't you do it last night if you knew that it wasn't done on the prep list yesterday? And I was like, well, I didn't realize it until the end of the day. That's why I had your wife text you in the middle of service asking if you had made it. And you said no. 
And then we just got proceeded to get slapped. And he's like, well, you need to uh, you need to be prepared because we have 45 covers on. I'm saying this in a very calm demeanor, but he was not saying this in that demeanor whatsoever. Um, And all this stuff saying that I'm unprepared. And he said that I've texted him like every week for the past two months saying that I was going to be late. I I looked at my text messages. It was two times this week and that was it. and all this stuff, he starts fighting me and I just, you know, I had had such a long, rough week and a hard day. I kind of just snapped. It's a small staff, right? It's a small staff. There's only four of us, three of us who actually cook in the kitchen though, um, for service. So I kind of just snapped. Um, cause I was done. We're working about, you know, 55, 60 hours a week. You're hourly, right? You know? Yeah, I'm hourly. Um, which is nice. Cause then, you know, you get a good size paycheck, but at the same time, you know, you know, I'm missing out on a lot of important things with my girl and shit life. Yeah. So I kind of just snapped and I was like, dude, I don't have time for this right now. I don't have time to argue with you about this little stuff. I'm trying to get this shit going. And he just proceeds to just go in, you know? And eventually I was just like, I, I myself was on the verge of tears cause I was just so, <laughs> just so frustrated, angry, you know? And so I'm trying to figure out what to do. And he's like saying all this bullshit and all that stuff. And eventually I was just like, you know what, what do you want me to do? And he's like, go the fuck home. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, go the fuck home. So I fucking pack my shit up and I go home. I was there for like 15 minutes. Like you packed up your knives. Yep, I packed up my knives. Got, got your work shoes. Yep, yep. Everything collected. I everything. left in my clogs and my apron. Just grabbed all the shit that I, you know, came in with and just left. And that was all she wrote. You knew it was all she wrote. That's I was officially done. That I had been telling people before that I was on the verge of walking out because of the way that he was. He's been treating not necessarily me specifically, but just us as a crew and just you know putting all this weight on our backs. Uh, you know, I know that it's a personal restaurant and. You you know, like there, there we have a sous chef, but we all take on a role of more of a management. You manage know, yourselves. Yeah, management stuff Small or whatever. Staff. But at the same time, you know, I'm still a line cook, and that's why I stepped back from being a sous chef was because I enjoyed being a line cook and not having to deal with all this responsibility and stuff like that. Um, so I had just had it, you know. I was I was done. He he had you know sent text messages at eight thirty talking about bullshit in the morning, you know, like after. Oh, the next day? No, 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 like. Like previously in the week, he'd been like texting us about bullshit um, early in the morning. So I wake up to text messages like this and I'm like, well, shit, now I have, to, yeah, I have to go. I don't miss that stress. Yeah. You know, it's like now I have to go into work and I'm already stressed about work and I shouldn't have to be stressed about work. On your personal I, time. On my personal time. You know what I'm saying? Um, all this bullshit. So long story short, you know, uh, yeah, I just had to vacate the premises. I, I, I figured, <laughs> I felt like if I were to have stayed there, that I would have done something that I would have regretted. This was yesterday? This was Sunday. What's oh, I guess it's Monday, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, was it was yesterday. a long day yesterday. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I just had to vacate myself from the premises. And um, unfortunately, that means that I'm back on the job market, which sucks because... I I woke up this morning and I was super sad, you know, because I put a lot of blood, I put a lot of sweat and tears, and oh, I worked man. really, really hard for this place. Um, I mean, give it time. It's fresh. It is fresh. But at the same time, I know that I don't really want to go back to that. Um, I don't feel like I was treated uh, properly um, as an employee, and I don't care what anybody says, you know, they, there's no... There's no rhyme or reason to shit on the people who are holding your dream up. It, it's okay to feel that way, right? But if you take a second and you step back from the situation, 
Um, he, you know, you don't know what he's going through. Yeah. You don't course. know, you don't know what he's stressed about. He might've took it out on you. Maybe he's taking it out of his employees. He's moving. You don't know what he's got going on in his personal life. Right. Um, I know you respect him as a chef. Oh yeah. I totally right? respect him as a chef. Um, maybe not as a boss, you know what I'm saying? But as a person, I know that you like him. So, you know, right now the wounds are still fresh. You're probably upset. You're probably, you got some stuff going on in your life. I know that. The listeners know that. Um, so, but you know, you want to go, you know, you're going to go back and you're going to fix it and you're going to, you're going to make sure it ends. It ends the correct and proper way with a handshake and a thank you for letting me work here. That's a possibility. As of right now, I'm not doing shit. Not right now. No, right now I'm on the but, job. I'm searching. I got stuff. And that's, line, no, line and that's up. fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying, I don't think you should go back if that's the way you feel. And that's the way, I mean, he sounds like he was done. Um, who knows? He might've sent somebody else home that day too. Probably not because they needed. <laughs> I felt bad, you know. I had to text my buddy and I was like, you know, I apologize for the way that shit went down. You know, I'm just not going to sit back and take that shit. Do you anymore. know how it went down? Did they call? Did somebody else step up online or nah, did nobody, chef work or nah, what? Nobody stepped up. Everybody was quiet. Just let the shit happen. You know. I mean, no, no. I'm saying the for the shift. Uh, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, you know, I feel super bad because that's not the way as a cook you should you should effectively do things. No, um, he should have let you work your shift. You know, yeah, I don't know. You know, he really should have let you work your shift and then talked to you at the end of the night and then told you, you know, I just don't think this is the right place for you. That way you could have fucking dapped, dapped your homies up, maybe got a, a soda water <laughs> and, and, and been on your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. That, that's a hard thing. I mean, I've been fired. I don't know. I've only been fired from two kitchens, I think. Yeah, you know, my buddy texted me later and he was like, He's like, don't worry about it. You got to do what you got to do. No bad blood. Uh, obviously, it wasn't the right fit. And it sucks because, you know, I, I worked extra hard every day for that shit. And um, sometimes your best ain't good enough to some people. Yeah. So, you know, I guess my we was just not strong enough. And, um, you know, I'm going to take my 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 skills and my talents elsewhere to, to South Beach. Yes. No, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to keep on grinding. You know, I've taken a lot of L's this week, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel it real hard. So, um, you know, I'm just going to move on from this experience. Hopefully later on. I mean, oddly enough, you started following me on Instagram. As soon as you leave, right? Yeah. The next, like today I get a, like a notice that That's, he's following me on that's Instagram. That's what's up. He probably, it's probably no hard feelings, man. If I get fired from Honey Hole tomorrow, I told them, I don't know. I told you, all you, the listeners, and I told you, Johnny, you know, I had a meeting with my owners and my uh, operations manager a couple, I don't know, like a month ago. And I was like, look, man, y'all don't want me here. I'm totally okay with that. And, and that's, that's how, that's I, how I was feeling. But I said, I want to leave on good terms. I like everybody here and I don't want this to feel fucked up. I don't want this to feel shady. You know what I'm saying? I want yeah. it to, I want, I understand if I'm not, if I, I'm not cohesive with this crew and I'm not doing my job, but that's the, way the thing. I was me. cohesive with the crew. It just was him that I wasn't cohesive with, which is unfortunate. So I mean, maybe you didn't boss, fit in so. his game plan. I mean, I guess not. You know, it is what it is. I, that's why I didn't really want to talk about it. Cause you know, it makes me look like a fucking dick. No, it doesn't. It does not. We've known many of chefs that didn't that go into a place and don't fit in well with, with, Dude, look at me at Bell and Wheat, right? Yeah, but this perfect. is the first job I've been fired from since I was 16. I know, but look at Bell and Wheat is a perfect example, man. I went in there. I busted my ass there. I did everything they asked of me. I went above and beyond. I was there. I think I did a great job. I just did not get along with the chef. Yeah. What's Stu's last name? 
<laughs> We're not going to put that dude on blast. No, nah, man. I mean, I'm cool. Dude, I've seen him. I say what's up to him. You know what I'm saying? I just thought maybe he bit off more than he could chew, and he wasn't handling I wasn't going to talk to me the way he, I, he would never talk to me like that. He tried talking to me like that one time and roasted his ass. It popped off. I, I was, just, you know. But uh, it is what it is. You know, I got to get this grind moving because I got shit to do and I got shit to handle. All right. So. Well, I'm excited. I'm sure our guests uh, here on Grill How Long Steak, Mr. Ah, six minutes out. Six now. minutes. Thank you. Are excited to hear about what's to come in your, in your. You stand in the industry. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, it's I time for me. It's time for me to go back I, to back to being to being a boss again. I miss the kitchen. I, I really do miss it. Um, yeah, working at the sandwich shop is making me more and more miss it. But uh, I digress. Um, all right, we are gonna move on. Johnny, should we just go straight to straight to the meat and bones of it? Because I we we went a little long, man. That yeah, was, we did. That was some long intros. It's been a couple of weeks. I mean, we were gonna talk about Salt Bay, but what 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 could we say that you guys don't know about Salt Bay already? He's uh, a Hungarian butcher. He's Turkish motherfucker. Oh, He's a Turkish chef. He owns a restaurant by the name of Nusur Et. Um, his name is Nurset Grokesh. Uh, fucking, I don't speak Turkish. Um, <laughs> it is a small Turkish steakhouse chain. Um, yeah, he's the dude with the swag. They be dropping the salt. Um, the way he slices and dices meat, he's, he does everything with swag. Yeah, he's a butcher. I mean, he's a butcher. He's a chef. He's he, a father. He's of a grill kids. cook. Oh, dude, he's slinging that dad. <laughs> um, yeah, but he uh, got popular off a meme, and uh, he is. Um, He's opened up restaurants in New York. He's opened up a restaurant in London. He's already been flown to all these places to cook in other chefs' restaurants. And apparently, he's not just a meme. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, he, he has skills. He's got real skills. And so I just wanted to bring this guy up. If you didn't know who he was, um, just type in Salt Bay. Look him up. Matter of fact, when he first that video first showed up, I was one of the first people I'm proud to say with that shit on my page. Because I think I saw it. Maybe on like E-Bombs World. Or yeah, I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, this dude's just a clown or whatever. And but then it, all of a sudden it just like blew Yeah, I the put it on. I, yeah, I didn't know what. He, I just was like, dude, this dude's got mad swag. And that salting technique is is what's up. That's the real deal. So what I wanted to say was, uh, the way I bring this up is, yo, man, follow your dreams, man. This dude's been grinding out hard. And he's been in Turkey. Like you said, he's got 10 kids. He's got a small restaurant train in Turkey. Uh, but now he's been recognized for his uh, skills, um, just for his swag. So always have swag when you cook in, I guess. Oh no, <laughs> doesn't help. He looks good. He be cooking in like white teas. I know, and- they crispy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I get crispy. Pop tags. Um, and then we we're gonna go into something else about the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll end with that, just so we end on the lighter note. Okay, a little bit of heavy, a little bit of a heavy episode. All right, Johnny, take this. Is gonna be part one that we're about to get in here. Well, Johnny, go ahead, take it away. Yeah. Sir. So basically, uh, in our little social media bucket, we we drop articles that we feel like we want to talk about, or just to you know, just to bring issues. Yeah, issues that pop up. Um, one of the things that popped up that really popped out to me um, was an article by Eater on October seventh, two thousand sixteen, by. Uh, Dana Haddock, I think her name is. Um, Oh, sorry. Actually, that's the wrong one. My notes are all screwed up. But anyway, um, it talks about sexual harassment in the food industry. Um, Specifically, this article um, talks about how in Montreal, this chef is going on a tirade on people on Twitter, basically saying that it's not okay to say certain things. Um, Her name is Jen, Jen Ag. 
Yeah. So I looked up another article that I'll talk about in a moment. The title of this uh, this particular um, article, uh, this letter is called, I am a restaurant owner. Why aren't my peers as disgusted by sexism as I am? I will not shut up and neither should you. Yeah. So basically... Um, it talks about, it starts off as, I love Twitter, not to the point of being blind to the obvious flaws, the onslaught of abuse hurled at women and minorities for one, but it still feels worth it. I've made friends organize a feminist conference and I'm pretty sure I get, I got a book deal all thanks to my Twitter feed. I also use my platform to post occasional food pics. I do after all own a bunch of restaurants in Canada, but I mostly enjoy using Twitter to call out sexism in the food industry. Um, why is nothing not ever or why is nothing ever ugly enough to galvanize the men who control this business? I go after obvious misogynists on Twitter for two reasons. First, I think it's the right thing to do. The restaurant industry is still a safe space for misogyny. Almost 70 percent of female restaurant workers and 50 percent of male employees say they've experienced some form of sexual harassment from managers and a ridiculous 90 percent of women in the industry have reported experiences or experienced some form of sexual harassment from customers. Those numbers are way too high. Customers, bro. Uh, this is a, there's a really easy answer to this. Men are pigs. Yeah, but I wonder how many women are pigs as well, you know? We know a couple out there. I know a couple women that, you know, said some... I, I really want to know how many um, homosexual employees feel oh. this sort of stuff as well. Oh, like the, the, the homosexual men that are giving it or the men that they are taking it? That are taking it. You know, like I see... I know when I go into... When I've worked at a many restaurants... Um, I've seen a lot of, you know, customers come up and they're like, oh, who's that hot guy? Oh, I would love to blah, 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 or like do all this stuff. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, well, he's gay, number one. And number two, why, why are you telling me this? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, give you his number or like tell you his hey, name. Yo, get this right. She's in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. These, I mean, I, I don't know where she's getting her numbers from. And I'm wondering if this is just Canada. No, uh, well, no, or actually. this is the restaurant industry in North America. It's Europe. Like it's what? the heart research. Um, they did a, um, of what you call it, a survey. What you call it? Yeah, they did a survey. <laughs> and that's what I was talking about is Dana Haddock wrote an article on October 7th, 2016, talking about the research and, the um, the, you know, the results of that research. Where was this article published at? Uh, it was also published on Eater. Just a different writer? Yeah, just a different writer. Um, <clears throat> and she had some pretty crazy numbers. She was saying that 20, uh, 28% of, you know, employees reported multi-incidents, um, including jokes, teasing, touching, kissing, sex orientation comments. So that means like whether- Sexual orientation yeah, sexual comment. orientation, you know, like if you like men, girls, or both, you know, all that stuff. Um, she says that a lot of women felt trapped and it negative, negatively infe- impacted their work. It increased stress, anxiety, um, appetite loss, and trouble sw- sleeping. Uh, she, they go on to say that one in eight women experience harassment. Most places have a harassment clause in handbooks, but it doesn't usually Never gets get in, followed. enforced. You know, um, there was this lady, Kate Burnham, who came forward in um, June 2015, and she actually experienced like what you know I kind of say is probably some of the grossest uh, sexual harassment. This that is I've heard. this is what sparked um, this article, right? Yeah, this what sparked this lady. She started a conference and invited a bunch of people up there um, to the conference about sexual harassment in the industry, right? Yeah, so. Um, she was a she was a pastry chef, a chef de cuisine, um, or no, a pastry chef in a 
place in Toronto, Canada, uh, one of the top restaurants. And uh, she reported that she was, one, being licked on the face, uh, report, repeatedly being touched on the breasts. Uh, there were a couple incidents of one of her executive chefs or head chefs grabbing her um, by her front genitalia, if you would. Fam, you got to sue. And uh, humping her from behind. Um, oddly enough... I've experienced something like so that. So have I. By, you know, male employees. And it's. I've it, got it from female employees yeah, before. And, you know, and it seems it seems like it's OK, but it's definitely not. She said one time one of her chefs asked for her hand and she thought he was going to give her an ingredient. Instead, he put her hand on his penis. Um, she she eventually I mean, she spent 13 months at this place doing this stuff. She said that there were a couple times where she had to fight off people with a knife so that they would, you know, stop their advances of this. They would call her um, an angry dyke and all this other stuff. I mean, she is a very attractive woman, but that does not give you any, you know, excuse to do these sort of things. She went on to um, sue these guys and uh, she got quite a bit of money back. I want to say like 7.2 million or something it's like that. Be a corporate restaurant. Yeah. Um, oh no, that was a different one. She got a couple thousand. She got a hundred eight thousand dollars or something like that, and um, she wanted to get an apology from all three of her managers. Right. Um, she still hasn't received the apology. Um, some of them. They are, probably don't think they did anything wrong. No, exactly. She said, and she also goes on to say that she did go to um, her HR department, her human resources department, and reported a lot of these incidents, and that the restaurant did know about this stuff going on, and yet nothing had happened. Um, the restaurant did, you know, reply, like say an apology at the end of the whole stint, but that's kind of just to save ass, I think. You know? All right, let me. Man, I'm like torn, like torn into with this article and this subject because I believe that sexual harassment in the workplace is definitely not okay. A hundred percent, 150% not okay at all. Uh, but yet in this industry, we do play around a lot. Yeah. We joke. And but we, when it gets physical, that that goes beyond plain. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're invading somebody's space, you know? That's true. And, and it, it I mean, you've seen the movie Waiting, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, but that that that's not a very good depiction of like. <laughs> no, come on, man. Of like come how on. things should go. I mean, that, I mean, that definitely does happen Is a that lot. ever going to change? You know, it's not. But we're and that's what she's saying. And that's what her article is. She's yeah. saying, I will not shut up and neither should you. Exactly. So it, the kitchens are going to be a safe space. I mean, they should. That's what's happening at my work. Right. I'm not allowed to get upset. They talk to me about my cursing. Right. Yeah. I curse. Right. I don't mean anything. I'm not like. It's a word, you know what I'm saying? And a sexual joke, you know, some of them can be crass and rude, but if if they're not directed at you or they overhear you telling somebody a joke like Johnny, I'm telling you a joke or something like that, you know, and they overhear, you know, I, I mean, it's just it's it's something I don't I by no way would ever want to make anybody feel this way. Yeah, no. And I for sure feel that. But at this at a certain point, you have to realize, like, how am I going to be perceived as a professional? Um, if you're in this industry and you are taking this seriously as your, you know, your life's choice, your goals, yes. your career, you want to go back out in the world as somebody who's known as being, you know, 
a, not necessarily a good person because again, that's too broad of a term, yeah. but a professional, you know, like, yeah, when you guys go out and shit and drinks, you know, smoke, do your thing. Like you say this, you say that it's like, whatever that's but on the line. But when you're on the line, when you're by customers, uh, especially when you're by upper management, the people paying you, um, it's, it's, you should still have integrity. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should have integrity. You should have a little bit more class than to, than to say certain things, you know, I, true. I've definitely have been trying to nip my, what I say in the butt because I say a lot of things sometimes, you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) that I don't really mean. But as we get older and we get wiser, we kind of learn about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Yeah, exactly. I have definitely changed over the years about some of my behaviors, some of my language, mm-hmm. the way I talk and treat other people. Yeah. Um, and the industry definitely has got better, I think. Yeah, it's it's getting better because I think, I mean, this all goes back to, you know, me having to, you know, leave my job and stuff like that, is that the age of the angry chef is over. Um, that's not how you keep employees. That's not how you keep longevity. That's not how you keep morale. Yeah, but what's up. up with these kitten paws, man? It's Why not, you got to baby millennials? No. Why can't you be fucking? It's not about babying millennials. It's about creating an environment that's fun and to work in and uh, proactive. You know, like <laughs> yeah. But you, if you yell at somebody, some fat person, and I'm a little overweight, and you yell, it's like get move your fat ass. You know. Get hurry, move faster, fat boy. You know, I've actually, I actually have a good uh, rebuttal to that. I, you know, I worked with a with a couple guys who were, you know, they were big. They weren't like hefty, hefty fat, but you know, they weren't like you know ripped or fit. Um, and one of the guys bumped into me, and I was like, "God damn, dude, you got a big booty." <laughs> That's was, sexual harassment. Yeah, but check it. And I was like, "But I, you know, I I say that in a res- in a respectful way. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that to say like you know this or that." Um, and those sorts of things slip out, but it's better than me being like, hey, fat ass, you know, like trying to like diminish. some people are that way. Some people are that way. But then you got to realize that there's, you so know, you can't take it. Uh, and mean, so there comes the argument with, you know, a girl being in the kitchen. Right. And yeah. people argue about girls being in the kitchen all the time. I never have. I love ladies in the kitchen. You know and I'm saying I love working with with women as a lot of people do. I don't Jesus know. Christ. See, let's not, you know, but I, there's some people that I work with that don't believe women have any place in the kitchen. Yeah, that's true. And, there, you know, there's some women. That and so that. they make comments to try to get those women to quit. Yeah, that you know, and that's where it becomes wrong, because what you're doing is you're you're diminishing somebody's self-esteem and. As much as it might seem like you're handling things with kitten mittens or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Um, Let me hear your best cat. (laughs) uh, What you're really doing is you're you're affecting that person in their outside life. That's right. And that's not fair because you shouldn't have to take your work home and you shouldn't have to. And you're required to not bring your home to work. Um, and that's an issue that, you know, I see a lot in kitchens is a lot of upper management. They bring their stress into the kitchen and they unleash it on people who are just as stressed out as they are. And they just have to bite their tongues because they're not upper management. Or they bottled up deep inside and go home and beat their wives. I mean, that too. But, you know, that's also considered. Like, let me just let me let me tell one personal story that I know of and Uh-oh. I will not name names at all and I aliases I'm not even using aliases man and I just hope first if they whoever listen, this they is don't about that they're not listening I think they listen but well what's the story okay so this person make it quick though 
All right, this person is a sous chef for a corp, uh, a big name chef here in Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay. Won't say which restaurant it is, and his homie is uh, an executive chef, mm-hmm. and um, he, the sous chef, has been multiple times been charged or accused with sexual harassment. Oh, damn! Right, mm-hmm. and instead of changing anything or addressing the situation. They just keep moving them to different restaurants. And it keeps happening. Ducking and dodging. Not oh, once, I think I know who you're talking not about. Not once, not twice, but I think this is the third time Has it's happened. Has anybody filed a lawsuit or try to, you know? I, I'm not, I don't know. I I don't want to delve into it. Sometimes I it takes I going to court to change your whole I didn't want to know. They just figured, hey, that, you know, somebody goes to them and, you know, the person who was sexually harassed went to somebody higher up and they said, we'll take care of it. That chef disappears. Right. Mm-hmm. She thinks, thank you. You took care of it. Little does that do they know that that person's still out, still in the family, yeah. still at another restaurant, maybe got a raise. Who knows? Oh. And so now he's at another restaurant. So with, he's working for the same company, just at a different spot. Yeah. And he's been I mean, he's been downgraded before. Yeah. But then he worked his way back up. Then it happens and you go to another restaurant. Yeah, and then yeah. now you're working with the your your homie and stuff. And you got people that are defending you and stuff when they know what you're doing is wrong. But then at the other end, you're saying, you know, this is you, you're making it look like it's OK. Yeah. No, totally. When somebody thinks it's a joke. Right. One person that you that you smack on the butt. Right. Man, men, male or female. It can be vice versa. It can be a male doing it to a female or a female doing it to a male. One person may take that as a joke and it'd be OK. The next person may not. And there's no clear lines in the kitchen. And I think that's the problem. It's definitely. But that's the thing. That's also the thing is that there are clear lines in the kitchen. Just nobody follows them because there's no reinforcement enforcement and that's and that's the big issue like there dude i smack listen i smack people on the butt listen i have had to apologize profusely profusely is that the right profusely 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 (laughs) well profusely fiercely fiercely (laughs) so profusely uh profusely two women in the kitchen for grabbing them or hitting their boob because i don't look at them as a female and I go to tap them to say, I'm coming around you hot pan or move them out of the way. And I push their butt and it's not in a sexual manner at all, but I have to go. Oh my God, Amy, Amy's chef. Amy's been on here before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've touched her boob before, but not, it was an accident. It was not on purpose. It was not in a sexual manner. It was totally just kitchen. It's kitchens are small. They're tight. Um, things graze up against each other. Yeah, right? that's, that's true. And that's, and the thing is, about that is, is like, I've experienced that a lot in the kitchen too, where people will like put their hand on my side and like kind of shove me to it. I mean, I'm way. pretty sure I've touched your balls yeah. before. <laughs> Obviously. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about that is, is like, once you invade somebody's space, it's like every time somebody does that and they're touching me to move me out of the way, I get frustrated because I'm like, you don't need to touch me to get around me. You can, you can think thin, get your ass around the fucking situation. What I do nowadays is I put my hands up. And I move around people and I always go and to make sure that nothing is, you know, ever misconstrued. I go back to back. I never go front to back. I never go front to front. I go back to back. So if anything grudges and then I'm like, sorry, I got a big booty. You know, <laughs> you do. <I'm> <laughs> so it's like 
there's little things that you can do to make yourself just a little bit more, um, you know, cautious and respectful in the kitchen. And it, and it's tough. It's like once you start, inv- I mean, as I said multiple times, once you start invading somebody's space, that's where the problem lies is you're, you know, there's there's no need to physically place your a body part on another person. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and email this chick. I'm sorry. This woman. I'm sorry, chef. No disrespect. Chef. Uh, Jen Ag. See, I mean, it happens. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to email her and I'm going to see if we can get her to come on the show next week. That'd be cool. That'd be great. And we'll Skype her in. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, just let me see if I can find But that's it. the other thing is like when people say no disrespect, that's like the equivalent of being like, I'm not racist, but and then I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I called her a chick, right? Yeah, that's and she obviously deserves more respect than that. And she, also, she's a chef. I would never call any of my see. I'm just digging a hole. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I would never call my female chef a chick, but it's OK to call one of your fellow coworkers a chick. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I think chick dude. I uh, I don't know. There's too many. I mean, but that's the thing is like all this stuff is like bred into us, inculcated like into our minds that we can't that we that it's okay to say these things, and everyone like plays it off as like this or that. Like I had an experience where I had two executive chefs, big name chefs. I went to an event working with one of my chefs who was a female and another big name chef came through and he was like, Hey, how you doing girl? And just smacked her on the ass. And she's like, ha 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 ha. You're so crazy. And at the, and I just stood there in awe, like what, how, how, and why is this happening right now? I know a story about two celebrity chefs coming in town. My friend was working for, and they, uh, they said once the doors closed and all the females left the area, stuff got very, very, very explicit about actual females that worked in the restaurant where they were where they were there dining and eating at and this is with the executive chef of the restaurant a celebrity chef and a celebrity chef very well known on television in town and the words and comments that came out of their mouth were not acceptable acceptable at all and, and i that, was like i can't and i was like dude how how he knew other people were around he's like yeah but it was all dudes and everybody was laughing about it and it's like uh, did you think it was funny no why are you laughing i fuck what am i i don't what am i supposed to do say sir that's not acceptable well that's the thing too is like everybody thinks that it's uh, i'm going to wrap this up pretty quick but everybody thinks that it's um <clears throat> that it's their job on the line you know it's like you have to laugh at your chef's jokes because if you don't <laughs> laugh at your chef's jokes then he's going to think that you don't like him and then he's going to start picking on and picking part, you out and part of the team yeah you know it's like oh you don't think i'm funny you know like there's a lot of times where I, you know, that I have had chefs, my, I don't even want to go into who it was, but I had a chef recently who wouldn't even call me by my name. He would call me Jerome or, <laughs> you know, or like homie or like, what's, what's up, thug, what's up or like, G? you know, and all that stuff. But there was a, he consistently called me Jerome for two weeks straight. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not my fucking name. You told me about that. Yeah. And it's not fucking funny anymore. It's like, my name's not Jerome. My name is Johnny. Yeah. And if you want to address me, you can address me by Johnny. I but, crawl. I cross that line, man. I do that shit sometimes. You know, but you know, people, Where something starts off being funny and then it becomes something that's yeah, more than the, it's something deeper. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, it's like I have to shrug it off and laugh about it because I'm like, I got to get through this day. You know, I need this paper. Like, and I think that's another reason why you know I had to you know vacate one of my premises is because I can't I can't deal with stuff like that. You know. 
right, let's keep this conversation going online. Yeah, uh, definitely. Hit us up. Hit us up at uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister. That's Mister M R at gmail.com. So Grill How Long Steak Mister at gmail.com. Um, I'm appreciating all the feedback we're getting on SoundCloud and Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. How's that gram looking? The gram's looking good. You know, we need to be posting more pictures, but uh, <laughs> I guess Keith posted a picture today and it gotten some love. You know, that's uh, at Grill How Long Steak Mister. That's right. And so uh, we're Grill How Long Steak Mister on uh, Twitter. Or it's at How Long Steak Mister mm-hmm. on Twitter. Because you got to add us. Uh, it's Grow How Long State Mister uh, at Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, get at us. I mean, fuck, man, I'm wrong. I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I mean, obviously we're both wrong because we're two men talking about that's right. Female sexual and so we just, me and Johnny just started talking about this weekend. Like we said, we both been stressed out in the kitchen. It's been a fucked up two weeks. So we we definitely didn't want to talk about this. We want to shine light on this situation. Um, I know there's some chefs out there, some people in the industry that would tell us we're pussies and shut the fuck up. Exactly. Um, I'm not one of those guys, though. John's and that's a form of sexual harassment. That's right, man. <laughs> I mean, they can catch that dack too. <laughs> but you know, and and to end to end this conversation, like especially with everything that's going on in the country, and like. You know, with the president saying, grab them by the, by the U-Haws and stuff like the that. The U-Haws or the well, U-Haws? Yeah, the pussies, I guess the they pussies. say. The uh, pussies. My girl said that I said the P word too much last time on the episode and because I was just getting vicious on culinary anarchy. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I need to check my tone too. But, uh, you know, it's, we, we have to beat this misogynistic mindset because obviously if it's okay for the president to say this sort of stuff, oh shit, yeah, then it's okay for anybody to say that. But that's not true. Like he shouldn't have said it. Nobody should say it. Uh, you know, we got to respect our women. You know, in the words of Tupac, we came from a woman, got a name from a woman. You know, um, got to heal. You got to heal our be women. Be real. Be real to our women. You know, that's, be a, real that's, a, that's a real ass song. I, I keeps it true. Though. Exactly. It's Keep my your woman. head up. Um, so yeah. So you know, just be mindful of what's going on around you, and you know, don't be afraid to speak up. You know, speak in your mind actually makes you more of a um so of an asset it's than it does situation. of a liability you so know tough yeah so we're gonna try to get somebody on here next week and continue this conversation with uh yeah with a female in the industry here definitely. um i definitely think that fuck we'll get two females here i really want to email this woman about this and because i feel i have a feeling she'd be going ham on me right now yeah probably which I'm okay with, man. I'm, education. Education. You know, is I don't. Key, I don't know what it's like to be sexually harassed as a female in the kitchen. You know, I don't know what it is to be objective. But I mean, don't don't subject it just to women. I mean, males get get harassed as well by other males, by women, and all that stuff. And I've it's, seen it's it. Not, it's not as much as women. I've seen it numerous times. And you know, I've seen it too. But you know, I I think that's also another form of harassment that's saying that only women, like they're lesser than us. You know, and that men can't receive this sort of shit, too. Um, but on on a lighter note, uh, we want to end this episode with a quick little splurb. I, I don't think we should do it, man. We're, no? We're at 50 minutes now. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. We'll leave that for next week. Yeah, we'll leave it for next week. Um, hope y'all's enjoyed the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I didn't. I did not either. Tom Frady. So, yeah, like we said, get us on the social medias. Uh, we're still out there looking for sponsors. I connect, connected with a couple people from uh, trying to get a hold of some people from Chef Steps. Yeah, awesome. I'm uh, trying to talk them into coming here. I think they'd be a good asset to our uh, to our podcast. I know a bunch of people like them. And I'm also trying to get Ben Jacobson at uh, Jacobson Sea Salt. Yeah. Uh, and any listeners that want to come on the show and, you know, spit some stuff if you're home cook spit if you're, hop yeah I mean you know, I've been getting messages from people online saying hey I'm 
a new listener, a big fan, you know, any topics or any subjects you guys want, want us to cover. Let us uh, know. Send us, us links. Know. Yeah, send us links, man. We're on it. We're on. All right. Um, yeah, once again, I'd like to thank Studio 212 for letting us record here. Uh, I'd like to thank the Soundcasting Network for hosting our podcast. And Johnny, I'd like to thank you for uh, bringing your insight and your passion to this podcast platform. Thank you, buddy. All right. And uh, happy hunting out there with the job, all right? Thanks. All right. Till next week, guys. Uh, happy number 60. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>